What community sounds like? Stay open. Hey guys, this is Chris from Tap the Craft. I want to tell you about a new partner that we have for the show, B-Cups. B-Cups is the world's first line of style-specific beer cups for people on the go. Whether by the beach, pool, hiking, or on the boat, B-Cups are great for any place you can't use glassware. They're dishwasher-safe, lightweight, BPA-free, recyclable, and so clear that they often get mistaken for glass. They come as four packs on Amazon.com, but two packs and variety packs are available on their website at bcups.net. That's B-C-U-P-S dot net. Go check it out. craft beer friends and welcome to another episode of tap the craft podcast i am denny loose coming to you from boise idaho and my partner in craft the wells bro from tampa florida mr chris mckenzie how are you doing tonight, buddy and what is in your glass denny i'm doing pretty amazing this evening i am enjoying a barrel aged imperial stout from our friends at cigar city Ooh. Uh, from their uh their bottle club which is called uh, the El Catador Club. Oh. And the bottle I'm drinking today is from their last edition called Going, Going, Back, Back to Tampa, Tampa. Wow. And it's it's a collaboration between Cigar City and Jay Wakefield Brewing mm. that is a bourbon barrel-aged imperial stout with chocolate and coconut. Oh, that sounds and, good. Man, this one is super smooth. The barrel isn't really overwhelming. Uh, the coconut in there makes it a little creamy, but man, this is a good beer. Good, really good beer. Yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm glad I, I'm glad I decided to open this one tonight because I don't want to share this one with anybody. Oh, so you're drinking it by yourself? Mm-hmm. Is it a a 12 ounce can or a big bottle? It's a it's a bomber. Ooh, nice. You're you've been hitting the bombers on the show. Yeah. It, it, well, I mean, we're to the point in in the season where. We're trying to drink more of like the Berliner Weisses and the and the the lighter beers, you know, the, mm-hmm. the stuff that's not going to be, you know, what we're going to kind of talk about this evening, mm-hmm. you know, the the lighter beers that we can drink when it's super hot out. Yeah. And um, once the sun goes down, and I'm just, you know, if we're sitting still for a little while, I want to have something that I can sip on that, yeah, you know, yeah, isn't going to matter if it gets too warm or doesn't stay cold or something like that. So yeah, this one works out pretty good. You know those cool. St- Tampa nights, you know, you got to warm yourself up with a nice yeah. big stout. Yep, yep. Got to get that uh, that bourbon barrel flowing. <laughs> get that alcohol burn to get your get your temperature up. Yeah, so. yeah. So I also have a lot of uh, big imperial barrel-aged stouts in my fridge right now. And mm-hmm. I, we've been drinking a few of them here and there. But Sarah has been on the, you know, she she's like a one beer type of gal. Now she likes a variety of beers, but her favorite is still, and I think will always be IPAs. She loves mm-hmm. IPAs and it doesn't matter what time of the year it is or what's going on. She just wants to drink IPAs. And because we're pretty much, she's, she's once in a while, she'll drink a whole can by herself or a whole bottle. But for the most part, we, we like to share beers because she doesn't want to drink a whole one. She wants to drink like a half of one. And I, so I'll, we'll split a beer, but I end up keeping a lot of IPAs in the fridge because I know she wants to drink them. 
and when she when she wants to have a you know a partial beer she wants to have an ipa so i've been drinking a lot of ipas which is not bad i enjoy mm-hmm. ipas but i've i've been collecting these big stouts and i need to start drinking them so i i keep hinting at her like hey honey you want to you want to bust open this you know this 25 ounce 750 milliliter <laughs> bottle of uh double imperial you know 14 16 percent uh, stout and she's like mm-hmm. i don't know i think i want an ipa so it's, it's been ipa all the way but i i i agree with you i i might uh you know in the evening maybe after the show i might just go force her to help me help drink one of these bottles and we can just uh share it and enjoy or maybe yeah. i'll just decide on a next episode i'll just be drinking a 22 ounce bomber of some big beer too I'm telling you, we need to have a show where we start off after a bomber. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, what's in your what's in your glass tonight, Denny? All right. Well, as you mentioned, the show is going to be about beers that to you, that people like to drink when it's warm out. Something that can help quench your thirst, just make you refresh, a little bit crisp. And so, one of the styles we talk about is. Uh, American wheat ale. Just give you a little fore, foreshadowing of what's going to. Uh, is that the right word? Foreshadowing. I think yes, so. Yes, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, foreshadowing of what's to come. Uh, I'm drinking American wheat ale from Payette Brewing here, local, a local brewery, which I'll talk about a little bit more uh, in the show. And this is their high side American wheat. And I thought, you know what, I, I got a six pack of this, and I, I've been drinking it, and it has been. Uh, you know, a little bit refreshing. You know, they have that little wheat uh, character in the beer, a little bit of it's American wheat, so it has a little bit of hop character too. Uh, it's nice and refreshing. So I thought I'd, I'd go ahead and stay on topic and drink a wheat ale to get me in the mood to talk about our topic. Nice. Well, and one question I completely forgot to ask you because I'm such an ass. How are you doing? Mm. As I take a sip, uh, <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I, uh, I I'm going to, I'll admit that if I'm a little bit out of it today, it's because I, I, I okay, I got to tell a little story. All right. Um, I hurt my, I hurt my back, but I didn't hurt my back doing anything manly or, you know, you know, sports or anything like that. I hurt my back brushing my teeth. And <laughs> how the hell does Sorry. someone, I mean, is this a, is this a sign that I truly am getting old? That when I no. can't even brush my teeth without throwing out my back, what's <laughs> going on? Oh, geez. So i uh, I have been um, I have been drinking some beer to try to self medicate. You know, the pain it does help. Uh, it's not helping enough. I'm not taking any medication or anything for it. It's I don't like to take medication, uh, but if it gets too bad, I might have to take some ibuprofen or something just to try to numb the pain. But I basically I was brushing my teeth, and I just looked. Like I was standing up and I just looked to my side. I just kind of turned my my shoulders just a little bit to look to the side. And when I did that, on my left uh, side, I, I felt an, an, a, a pop. And I'm like, oh, and as soon as I felt it, it was just like shooting pain, uh, you know, up my, up my back. And uh, I don't know what I did, but it, it didn't like it. It's just turning my, my shoulders just a little bit. It, it seemed to, to make a make a bad a bad bad time in my back mm. so uh i i am drinking beer i i've had it you know we we did get started a little bit later than we planned not that much later but just a little bit so i have had a few beers to help 
get you know keep me keep me uh medicated self-medicated okay well i mean you got you got to take care of the pain man you can't yeah. be in pain you have to have to drink the beer to yeah. take care of that yeah and if anyone didn't know that uh beer is a natural pain killer so. yeah i mean they say it's better than actually like you know the acetaminophen or the ibuprofen yeah oh yeah yeah it's not science is, yeah this is this is healthy medication <laughs> yeah yeah it helps strengthen your bones and stuff yeah yeah but other than that i'm doing well i'm doing well i uh Good. i got to spend some time with my grandson this weekend which was nice and uh, he always puts a smile on my face and actually sarah will be um because she's out she, her last uh, day of of work was last friday because she's uh, works at a school and so she's got the summer off and she's going to be watching our grandson uh, two to three days a week so she'll have plenty of time with them, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to, you know, grab some time too when, when, uh, when she has them, take a day off here and there, and and uh, spend time. So it's always good to be a grandpa. Nice. Okay. Well, hey, let's. Uh, we, you know, we we got a good start. Ten minutes into the show, and we haven't even told uh, anyone what the show is all about. So let's go ahead and do that because uh, we know we have some new listeners listening to the show. So if you are new. Uh, Tap to Craft Podcast is an educational podcast, and we focus around celebrating all things craft beer because we want to help you, our listener, along in your craft beer journey. And you're listening to episode 127, and we're recording on Monday, Jan- June 3rd. I almost said January, man. January, June. What's yeah, wow. I'm starting over the year. I don't want 19 <laughs> to start over already. It's uh, halfway through. I know. Uh, and in this episode, as we already hinted at, we will be discussing beer styles to try during the summertime to help quench your thirst from that heat. Because we know that uh, it can get hot out there. And when you're out there having fun and playing hard, you got to have something to refresh and quench that thirst. Mm -hmm. And as you've already heard, Chris and I will continue to have some great conversation along the way. So let's get off. I just was going to say get off. I don't think I want to say get off, but let's <laughs> yeah, get on. Let's get on with the show and start our first conversation with what our listeners are drinking according to Untapped. So, Chris, you weren't prepared last show. Are you prepared this episode for this I was, segment? I was on top of it, and I was prepared before you even called me. So oh, good. We are, we are ready to go. However... Oh. Um, there is so many people drinking beer right now, at least in the last 24 hours that I got to trim this back to the last 12, 12 hours. hours. Okay. Cause man, it's a, it is quite a long list. (laughs) And the first person I'm going to start out with is a buddy of mine from Ohio, Ryan Whedon. Mm. He is currently what looks to be in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, lucky him. So he is bouncing around to all the good spots. Um, he checked into a place called 12 Bones Brewing, um, Wedge Brewing, which I like that place a couple of times for Wedge Brewing, Wedge Brewing. Um, let's see, Wedge Brewing. Checked into the Iron Rail IPA at Wedge Brewing. Uh, gave that one four caps. Really malty, earthy, and floral hops with a nice aggressive bitterness. Uh, Wait a let's minute. See. He said earthy and floral. Yeah. Well, it must be English. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. It's got to be English with, with earth and floral all in, in one. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, let's see. He's got a few check-ins at Burial. The dogs are excited uh, downstairs tonight, by the way. Um, Burial Beer Company drinking Death in the Miser. Uh, gave this one four and a quarter caps. He said it definitely drinks like wine. 
Oh, what, um, what kind of did you say? What style it is? Uh, Death in the Miser is a sour Flanders. Oh, Flanders Red Flanders. Ale. Oh, yeah. Those are yeah. those can be hard to drink. The, yeah. Those can be. I, I like a few of those, but they, those can definitely be. Uh, uh, very acidic. A, a very, very. <laughs> wow. I, we're and barely dry. into this. Yeah. Very acidic, but extremely intense. Yeah. Um, this, let's see. Wow. He checked into a bunch of places. High Wire Brewing. Um, all these places, I very much recommend you guys check out if anybody makes it down to. Um, Asheville, uh, high wire, high wire. So he's bouncing all over the place. It's pretty cool to see, but he's been checking in a little bit here and a little bit there. So I'm not going to concentrate too much on him. Uh, cause we have, uh, Ryan checking into those. And then my buddy, Steven Brown, uh, here in Tampa drinking zombie dust by three Ooh, Floyds. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gave that one four and a half caps. And no notes on that one, but uh, Steven's normally one just to give caps and move on. Okay. Uh, Mark Church drinking the semi-skimmed occultist by BrewDog at at the BrewDog Dog Tap in Columbus. So he's actually checking that place out. I'd definitely love to go there. Uh, Gave that one four and a quarter caps on that one. Uh, Steven Brown, again. Oh, he must be in Ohio. Uh, So he is currently drinking... A vanilla, a bourbon barrel, vanilla, and coffee bean dark apparition. Oh, yeah. 2019 by Jackie O's Brewery. Yeah, nice. Uh, at Loveland in Loveland, Ohio. So I don't know if he's just in Loveland or if he's at Jackie O's Brewery or what he's doing, but uh, that's definitely an awesome beer. Yeah. I think I've had the dark apparition before. Oh, I know I have. I definitely had a few of those. Tom Joseph. I can't believe I'm reading this one, but I think you mentioned this on our Facebook page. (laughs) Uh, Seven hours ago, Tom Joseph was drinking a Bud Light Orange. (laughs) Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah, he writes, gave that one two caps. Uh, But he writes, tastes tastes like orange soda. And I'm not an orange soda fan, but it was offered, so I tried it. All right. At least you didn't pay for it, Tom. I'll, I'll give you. We'll let this one slide. Um, he's also drinking uh, Hop Solo by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. He said it just tastes like Torpedo Light. Nice. <laughs> hey, that's not that's not too bad. Yeah, I've missed that pine tar taste. <laughs> uh, three and three quarters caps on that one, Tom. Hey, buddy, drinking that Maduro Brown Ale by Ooh. Cigar City. Yeah, nice. Um, might have just gotten lucky, but didn't taste the coffee or toffee. Sweeter than I expected. Uh, as far as I know, there isn't any coffee in it. Um, but, you know, everybody gets different flavors in their beers. So yeah. it might say coffee or something on the side of the can. Um, Tom, you're a busy dude. Uh, Hell's in, Hellas in the Tropics by Sierra Nevada. Drinking uh, drinking that one. Three caps. Meh. Average. Tastes like juice added instead of from the hops. Mm. Slightly disappointing. Bucky Bartlett, uh, another one of my buddies from Ohio, who uh, I used to drink a lot of beer with. He's here in the Tampa area. Uh, He's drinking Crank by Cycle Brewing Company at the Clearwater Beach Golf View Resort. And didn't leave any notes or any uh, rating on that one. Um, Let's see. You've got to skip over a bunch of stuff from Ryan Whedon because those are all stuff I read already. Uh, Brad Fattler drinking Steamworks Spectre Saison by Steamworks Brewing Company at Steamworks Brewing Company. All right. I uh, gave that one four and a quarter caps. 
Is uh, is that that one's not in Alaska, is it? Let's find out. I, I only asked because he he was in Alaska drinking Canada. Oh, it's in Canada. Okay, so mm-hmm. he he must be coming British back Columbia. Down. Yeah, he he uh, this I'm getting sidetracked because he was in Alaska drinking um, from Anchorage. Oh wow! Uh, at the at the bar, and I was just like, wow, that's awesome. And I just had a my barber uh, side side note. Uh, again, my barber, uh, who does my beard trimming, he, uh, you know, he he made me re- reschedule my beard trimming. So he and his wife went up to an impromptu uh, trip to Alaska, and they also drank some some great beer up there while they were there. In fact, he really enjoyed some Midnight Sun. Uh, oh beers. wow! And I was like, yeah, this they're awesome. I I haven't had a Midnight Sun beer I haven't liked. I just wish we could get more of it down here. Uh, mm-hmm. They're really good. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm done with my um, side note. <laughs> no, you're not. I like side notes. Uh, Brad is also drinking a summer wine barrel sour. Still at Steamworks Brewing Company. Gave that one four caps. No notes, though. Uh, Ryan, 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 Ryan. Uh, Brad's drinking the Amarillo, um, um, uh, Amarillo Suave IPA at Steamworks. Uh, four and a half caps on that one. Really good New England IPA, he writes. Damn, Ryan, you are drinking a lot of beer, buddy. Good for you. Got to skip over a lot of those. Stephen Brown. Yep, he's definitely in Ohio. He's drinking a King Julius by Treehouse Brewing Company. Gave that one five caps is, for that beer. Is Treehouse in Ohio? No, Treehouse is, is in, in New England. Yeah, it's in uh, Massachusetts, right? Okay, I just want to make sure because you, you said he was drinking in ohio but i guess you you can get treehouse in ohio then uh it does not that i know of so steven steven's a big beer trader oh, okay. um so he he told me at one point he was getting you know three or four maybe five boxes of beer like every week oh geez wow that's expensive yeah um it's it's kind of i, I wouldn't even call it a hobby at this point and it's just it's more like an addiction yeah it's, it's, go it's, to uh beer traders anonymous <laughs> Well, he BTA. actually, yeah, so he, there's actually um, a meadery right over by uh, Hidden Springs Ale Works, and he was one of uh, one of the people that kind of uh, was a founding member of the brewery or of, the, of that meadery kind of, you know, you can kind of buy in and, you know, be a member of this club or like a mug club or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, and he actually sponsored an, an entire bottle share. Oh, wow. I mean, he and there was probably he brought all the bottles for the bottle show. Yeah, there was about forty or fifty bottles. There. Oh my gosh! Wow. Um, there was probably twenty or thirty of us that showed up, and he said, "Look, we're gonna have a bottle share. If you bring beer, I'm making you leave." Oh. <laughs> He's like, "I've got to clear some of this stuff out," and that was the place where I actually tried a couple of crowlers that were a couple years old that were still just perfect. Really? Uh, I was That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, and they were they were a couple years old, and they were still just nicely carbonated the flavors were still good there was no off flavors in it and uh yeah we we drank a lot of not only a a lot of good beers but a lot of weird beers too Hmm. like he just traded with um because every time that i go to angry chair normally he's there um (laughs) anything the bottle releases um like anytime he goes there or like cycle brewing or anybody who's doing bottle releases he's normally there and buying his limit many times over Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you think i might you think i'm bad at it you meet steven and then his buddy leon leon's just as bad he had to he had to build uh uh, a building 
in the back of his of his house that he calls his beer vault, and it's like a ten by forty shed that's air conditioned. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that that's got to be expensive to keep yeah. that at uh, at cool temps. And yeah. <laughs> no, he just he just that's where they go hang out and drink beer and all that cool stuff. Uh, got to move on to Kyle Lilly. Hey, he got in again. Yes, look Kyle. at that. Good job, Kyle. Uh, he's drinking uh, Lemon Lime Menace by Stoneyard Brewing Company. And he writes, great amount of tart with a nice lemon lime finish. He gave that one four caps. Uh, that was just four hours ago. So I'll give you an idea of how many beers that we've read through <laughs> so far. Uh, Brad Fattler, again, is at Superflux Beer Company. And I'm sorry, this is by Superflux Beer Company. Uh, it's called Color and Shape. Great full-bodied New England IPA with really good fruit notes. Heard this brewery was good. They crushed it. Four and a half caps on that beer. Nice. So it's good. Uh, Let's see. Come on, internet. We were just talking about how good internet speeds have been lately. There we go. All right. Jay Collins drinking a Flowers and Fog IPA by Four Saints Brewing Company. Uh, Just writes a straight up, uh, just a straight up good West Coast IPA. Gave that one four caps. On that beer, Brad Fattler's drinking a Juxtapose by Four Winds Brewing. A very good wild IPA, four and a quarter caps. Kyle Lilly again, the barrel-aged Love-A-Bond by mm. Royal Docks Brewing oh, yeah. Company. He's, he's a huge fan of Royal Docks. As he should be. Um, the barrel aging is subtle, but really works well with this white, white stout. Oh, okay. Uh, gave it on four and a quarter caps. Uh, Matt Douglas here in the Tampa area is drinking Brugarhythm. If Q, then Wednesday. Great name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by Cycle Brewing Company. Uh, notes he gave this was just great raspberry, four and three quarters caps. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty good. Brugarhythm. Uh, Jeff S. is drinking is drinking the Throwing Shade by New Anthem Beer Project. Uh, writes, excellent hazy IPA, hoppy, juicy, and dank. Nice stuff. Four and a half caps on that one. Um, Mark Church again is drinking Truth by Rheingeist Brewery. Uh, gave out on four caps. Um, sorry, Ryan, I got to skip skip a lot of yours man <laughs> yeah yeah this is like uh this is this is quite a list yes uh brad fattler 33 acres of echo by 33 acres brewing company uh gave that on four and a quarter caps jeff s again is drinking but i can't even pronounce that one by all by new <laughs> anthem beer project it's b-a apostrophe a-l yeah yeah Ball. yeah Baal, hazy, hoppy, and tropical. So easy to drink and hides the 8%. Very nice. Four caps on that one. Chad LaMassa drinking a Situation Critical by Eastern Shore Brewing Company at Meriwether Post Pavilion. So he's out there for a concert. uh, Enjoying this hoppy beer on the lawn at Meriwether Post Pavilion, waiting for Florence and the Machine to come on. Oh, wow. Gave Gave that one four and a half caps. I've seen a few concerts at Meriwether. Um, craft beer, Joe cryo citra nuggets by 450 brew 450 <laughs> North brewing company. Must be uh, must great be beer. Cryo hops, right? Yeah. Uh, great beer, a bit astringent in the finish, but overall a citrus bomb four and a quarter caps for that one. Um, Mike Allen is drinking the 404 side by great basin brewing. 
at the Growler guys in South Reno. I think I've had something similar to that. He just writes as good as I remember it, four and a half caps. Um, Mike Allen had some Super 8 by Dogfish Head mm. uh, at Growler Guys, and he writes, I was expecting this to be a, quote, rip your face off acidic <laughs> sour, but it was nothing like that. It was really nice and refreshing. Uh, three and three quarters caps on that one, and I would agree with him. Okay, I, I, um, I want to hear your your take on it. You had it this last week. Yeah, we... we uh, so in between appointments, I was waiting. I had about 25 minutes to kill from the appointment that I finished to the the next one I had to go to because they were only like 10 minutes apart or 10 minutes away from each other. And uh, I was like, oh, well, here's the beer store. Let's go in and see what's in there. And <laughs> this is a place where you can buy single cans or the whole six pack or stuff like that. So I picked up two cans of it and uh, I was pleasantly surprised. It's um, It's really fruity. Uh, it's almost the fruit flavor. It starts off really strong and you get this like this really just big fruit in the beginning and then it disappears really quickly and it's almost kind of muted at the end. And then there's a salty finish, uh, at the end of the, at the end of the beer. So I would, I would drink more of these too. This would be a good summer beer to drink. Wow. Okay. Nice. And then the last one I have is going to be from Florida Steve. He is drinking a, have you seen my stapler? Uh, by Jay Wakefield <laughs> Brewing. <laughs> office, an office space. Uh, oh, it well. absolutely is. Yeah, the, the beer is called, have you seen my stapler? And the picture of it is that character from office space oh. um, staring through his big Coke bottle glasses. And it just says, it just says, have you seen my stapler on it? Uh, with a picture of a red swing line stapler. At the, uh, at the bottom of the of the can, and it's a Belgian-style triple. Um, and he writes on this one, all I taste is banana and clove, no booze. I am in trouble. Oh, yeah. And I gave that one three, uh, three and a half caps on that one. So why are you in trouble? Because well, he's in trouble because... It's 11%. Yeah, yeah that's, a big, <laughs> that's a big triple, too, 11%. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what, that's what everybody's drinking, at least wow. in the last 12 hours. Woo, that was and quite I skipped, a list. I skipped a lot. All right, well, you know mm. what? You probably need to sip some beer. Let me go into a little uh, beer event that's not really an event, but more of a story. I like to tell mm-hmm. stories. Before our last recording, I had picked up a six-pack of Payette Brewing's North Fork Lager. And as I mentioned most, you know, a lot of times on the show is I like to drink a lot of beers that I, you know, I can just, you know, grab one and, and drink it and not feel like I have to uh, savor it or, or, you know, describe it or pay a lot of money for it. I just like to have my, you know, weekly drinking beers. And so I'm always picking up six packs and just drinking those uh, to fill in the, the blanks. And especially when it's hot out, I like to pick up some lighter lagers and such. So I picked up this North Fork lager and I, I go to pop open a can and I hear nothing. I, I literally pop it open. There was no sound. I'm like, uh-oh. I go and pour it in my glass, and I try to do like a rough pour. Not a single bubble in this beer. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this beer is going to be flat. So I go ahead and take a sip just to confirm what I was thinking. And sure enough, this beer is flat. I'm, I mean, flat, flatter than flat. It's like super flat. And I'm like, uh-oh, they, I think Piet might have a problem with their canning machine. So I look on the bottom of the can, and just like every good brewery, they have labels, you know, uh, 
markings on there to mark the date it was packaged and the lot number and everything. And unlike other breweries, this one wasn't all washed off because of, you know, it, it actually, it's actually was readable. And so I, I got on to uh, Facebook. I didn't post it on Facebook. I used uh, Messenger and I went and, and wrote Payette a little message saying, Hey, um, I just bought a six pack of your North Fork lager at this store and I opened up the, opened up a can and it's completely flat. There's no carbonation in this thing at all. I think you might have a canning issue with, you know, with your North, you know, with this North Fork. And I, I took a picture of the beer so it's absolutely flat and I took a picture of the bottom of the can so they can see the lot number and the date and everything. And I added that to the message and then I went off on my business. Well, I didn't hear anything from him for a couple of days. In fact, it wasn't until after we recorded the last show that I actually got a response back from him and said, Hey, thank you very much for writing in and letting us know that we, that we might have a problem. Sure enough, you're right. We did have a problem. We, we actually corrected the problem, found the problem, corrected it, uh, during the, the canning process. But it looks like one of our six packs, you know, got through that, that wasn't up to our standards. So we, as a show our appreciation, we would like to have you come down to the brewery, uh, have a pint on us, and pick up another six-pack uh, of North Fork lager uh, on us. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that's, that's fantastic. So I wrote back saying, hey, that's, that's great. I really appreciate it. Now, keep in mind that I drank the whole six-pack of flat beer. <laughs> I mean, it still tasted like beer. It just wasn't carbonated, right? So you lose some of that mouthfeel and some of that character it just tastes flat and dull but it's still beer so i drank Mm -hmm. the six pack that i bought that was flat and i got a a free six pack well so we go the next day we go and i was going to go to pay it anyway because the day before memorial day or the week of memorial day well the week before memorial day they have an annual sale where all their six packs are six dollars a six pack which sure. is a great deal because their six packs are typically uh, $9, I think, a six pack. I think not, I, I think typically you can find them for $9 a six pack, sometimes you know $10. But they're normally $9 or $10 a six pack, and they have them for six. That's a big saving. So I was already going to head over there and pick up some six packs to fill up my beer fridge while they're cheap. So I told them, I said, hey, I really appreciate this. Thank you for the offer. I, I wasn't, you know... I, I've written in before to people and, and haven't received anything, but, uh, okay, thanks for letting us know. And, and I really appreciate it. So, uh, we showed up next day. Uh, I got, uh, I got my free pint. I bought a couple more pints because, hey, I'm not going to go there and, and not drink beer. And then mm-hmm. I got my free six pack. And of course, I bought a bunch more six packs because I was already going to go there and buy the cheap six pack. So, all in all, uh, it was a great, a great experience, and I just want to shout out Payette Brewing for, uh, you know, for one thing, for having the the courtesy and the service to, uh, you know, to respond to their their uh, consumers uh, that are just trying to help. And again, I was being very helpful. I wasn't, I didn't post it on Facebook and slamming them. I just sent a nice little, you know, uh, uh, Facebook message so that mm-hmm. no one, you know, wasn't out in the public. I just wanted to make sure they fixed it, and they. Reciprocate, reciprocated by uh, providing some uh, a replacement six pack and a pint on them. So, cheers to Payette. 
All right. So, Chris, did you have any special events or anything you want to talk about, or we want to move on? No, no special events for me. Okay. Uh, we can uh, we can go ahead and move on to the next. Yeah. So while why don't we go ahead and talk about some new and noteworthy beers, and uh, let's let's hear what you had uh, uh, you, you had to drink this week. Yeah, I had to drink these because it was you know it's kind of my job. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the first one that I want to talk about was from a company called RAR and Sons. That's R A H R RAR and Sons Brewing. They had the Paleta de Mango, which uh, loosely translates to uh, mango popsicle. Okay. Um, and it was a mango chili lime beer. Mango and, chili lime. Wow. Yeah, and uh, it was really did all of these. I actually just these were all by the pool beers. So it's going to kind of fall into uh, what we're talking about again this okay. evening. But uh, this one, um, normally when you get the, the chilies, there's some heat in yeah. there sometimes. And I, and I haven't ever had a beer that had peppers in it that I'm just like, Oh, this, the heat in it is just, <laughs> I can't drink this. Um, and I don't know what it is about the beer. Like, I don't know if it just doesn't, it doesn't work the same in beer as it does in food or, or what. Uh, but I know it's always the, uh, the oils, the capsaicin oil in the pepper that makes it hot. Well, this one was the flavor of the chili along with the mango and then the little bit of lime at the end. But man, it was, it was a little fruity in the beginning and then it kind of was a little dry and basically the, there was really, you know, it was a little tart in the finish and that was about it. It was a good one to just kind of hang out by the pool and just sip on. And I gave it on four and a quarter caps because it was, uh, I, I'm glad I have one more of those in the in the fridge. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about, and I'm getting sick of talking about these guys. They make <laughs> so many damn good beers. Uh, Hidden Springs, they put out a beer called Bears on a Rampage. And Bears on a Rampage was a uh, a strawberry, strawberry, honey, vanilla, and lactose Berliner. Oh, nice. So on the picture, it was like three bears, kind of like the the story of the three bears and Goldilocks and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just the strawberry flavor was really good. I know sometimes I get some strawberries in my beer that um, the flavor is kind of off or weird. Yeah. Um, like it's it's not one of those flavors that you get in the actual fruit um, that tastes like a strawberry flavor all the time, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but this this one was this one worked out really good, um, and this one was uh, four and a quarter caps for that hmm. for that one. That was one of their you know most recent can releases where they go, hey, we're releasing another can. Oh, by the way, we're releasing two other cans. Oh, wait, we're releasing three cans. Uh, so you guys come down and try them, and, and of course, it, and it's each day, so you have to come back every day, right? No, no, no. They, they, <laughs> what they've been doing recently, which I really like is, uh, the artist who, um, the artist who does all their stuff, uh, she, you know, she makes the labels for them and then they tease a little piece of the label. Like the picture I sent of, um, the sexual manatee to you and John yeah, the other yeah. day. Um, you know, it's this Elvis looking dude with his shirt wide open and his like man boobs hanging out all over the place. Um, but the, they'll tease like little bits and pieces of the art that's on the can. And the one, uh, the can art for the, the bears on a rampage is like, uh, the picture of the three bears and strawberries and, and honey and stuff on the, on the front of it. And it's, uh, it's been really cool. So when they tease these little, little bits and pieces, they're like, Hey, 
coming soon. Just let you guys know something's about to happen. Oh, hey, here's another little piece of something else we're working on. You guys should come <laughs> keep an eye out on social media. Oh, by the way, yeah. if you weren't already excited, guess what? We got something else coming out. And then three days later or next day or a couple days later, they go, nope, here it is. Here's those three things that we teased you guys about or the two things or however many they decide to release. And of course, you don't go down there and you just go, well, I, I like the the bears on a rampage. I'm not even going to look at these other two. <laughs> no, normally they have them all on tap. I ask the guy, Stuart, who normally helps me down there. Hey, can I, get, can I try these before I buy them? Sure. Gives me a couple tasters of each of those. And I normally walk out of there with at least three, four packs. Yeah. Um, and then they had another one down there that I didn't write on my list uh, called the Dra- Drama Llama, <laughs> ah. <laughs> which was a uh, peach coconut and vanilla uh milkshake ipa did i talk about that one i think you did it sounds okay. familiar the peach it sounds familiar but maybe we talked about it on the side maybe we were on the show I, now i can't remember i might have talked about it on the last show either way it was good get that if you can get it um and then the last one i want to talk about is from um the carolina bowern house brewery which this one is uh, a barrel aged sour ale called July Prince with, uh, with peaches. Hmm. And this one was like a very tart, uh, peach ring, that candy peach rings. And it was, uh, this one was just phenomenal. It was, it was tart, but it was still sweet all at the same time. And this one ended up getting four caps for me. Hmm. So that whole, uh, that whole, I don't like sour things is, uh, kind of going out the window anymore. Yeah. Since all three of your beers are sours. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah good point <laughs> the, the, the berliners i'm pretty good with but once we start getting into like the the sour ales and the and again the wild ales too those those i kind of stay away from but yeah yeah that that uh that july prince was was pretty damn good nice so so what about you denny what uh what what beers you've been trying since we last talked well i've drank a lot of different beers uh checked in checked into a lot of the new ones uh, all the new ones on Untap, but uh, not all the ones I've been drinking off off the tap because I don't I don't usually recheck in a beer unless there's a special occasion or something changes in my opinion of the of the beer. Uh, you know, later on after I've already had it before, I'll usually check in and say, "Hey, I'm raising my cap rating on this because of this reason." Normally, it's it it, it happens when something shifts in the in the recipe maybe that gives me a better uh you know gives gives provides a better beer and that that actually happened with i think a beer from revision that i actually gave a like a three and a half uh rating and i actually raised it a half a cap rating for the newer version because it actually tasted a little bit better the second time but i did drink a lot but here's just three of the ones that really stood out above and beyond the the rest and the first one is from uh, Prairie Artisan Ales out of Oklahoma. We don't get very many of their beers. Usually we'll get one, two, three of their special beers in a town. Um, they, I, I did, a while back, I did get a couple of their IPAs that weren't that great uh, for the price. I think I complained about it on the show. Uh, so I, I kind of like, you know what, I'm not going to necessarily buy the expenses that they bring in, but I, I will go and buy things that I... Uh, you know, that I've been wanting to try. And it had been a while since this beer had come back into town. This beer 
was in town for a couple years and I never bought it because it was very expensive. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to pay $10 for a 12 ounce bottle. Um, it, you know, if it's, if it's good, then I'll, then I'll get it. Well, then I hear John and you and everyone else talk about how great this beer is. And then I'm like, okay, well, now I'm going to get it. And then it doesn't come around for a couple years. So this beer finally came back into town. It came back into town with two buddies uh, that were also $10 a bottle that I, that I restrained myself and didn't buy all three. I just bought this one because this is the one that I really have been wanting to try. Now, it's not exactly the same one that you guys have probably had because this one adds a new, a different coffee into it. But I'm sure it's just as good as the ones you had. It's their, uh, their prairie bomb, mm-hmm. uh, the, the uh, prairie artisan ales bomb. Uh, this is their spaceship earth coffee version, uh, released this year. And I'll tell you what, it is everything that you and John and everyone else that's, uh, ever talked about this beer being, it is a masterpiece. Uh, I, I, I instantly took one sip and I just gave it a five. I'm like, holy smokes, this thing just rocked my shorts off. It is so good. It had everything that, that, that I just love in a good, uh, coffee chocolate stout with vanilla. It had, I think it had vanilla beans. Uh, it has some chilies in there too that, that didn't, like you said, didn't make it hot. Like I don't like hot chilies in my beer, even though it, it has just a little bit of hint. I don't like that burning fit, you know, feeling in my throat. It kind of makes me want to like, you know, get some acid burps and stuff. I don't like that feeling when I drink chili beers, but this was done really well where you didn't have that heat. You just had just a slight hint of heat in there. But uh, just blended really well with the chocolate and the coffee and and the, the vanilla. Just a wonderful, wonderful beer. Five cap rating. I am telling everyone out there, if you can get the Prairie Bomb, you need to go get the Prairie Bomb because it mm-hmm. is an amazing, amazing beer. And yes, it is worth every penny of that $10 I spent on it. Have you had any of this uh, recently? <clears throat> not not the uh, Spaceship Earth coffee, but the the bomb. Any of their bombs are just, they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they had two other ones. They had the birthday bomb. They had like... Oh, two- they, have, they have pirate bomb. They've got Christmas bomb. They've got... Yeah, they, like, they, they, yeah, they had um, a, a few of them. I, may, I might go back and if they still have one this weekend. I didn't go to the, we didn't go to the co-op this weekend. So I would have bought one more this weekend if he would have gone, but we didn't go. But when I go maybe next weekend, um, I might have to pick up the, uh, you know, one of the other ones that, uh, that looks pretty tasty. So, okay. That was my first one. Yeah. Start starting off strong with a five. (laughs) All right. Going in just as equally strong with the revision. Yes. Just like you, Chris, you talk about hidden springs all the time. I talk Mm -hmm. about revision brewing because these guys, continue to keep throwing out awesome IPAs. They're I they're like in my opinion one of the best IPA producers out there. And I'm sure there's a lot of comp, you know a lot of smaller breweries or maybe even bigger breweries that, that don't get to Boise that put out great IPAs, but man, these guys consistently put out great IPAs. And this one is called Citra City, and it's a New England style double IPA. And oh my gosh, this thing is just bombing bur- bursting with citrus uh like 
I mean, citrus, citrus character, uh, aroma and flavor and just deliciousness. I mean, it was super smooth, great mouthfeel, everything you want in a New England double IPA. Uh, it just was fantastic. I, I, I'm usually pretty, uh, you know, I kind of don't give too many fives to IPAs because I just find that, that they're, you know, that so many IPAs taste like every other IPA, mm -hmm. but this one deserved a five. I really enjoyed this one, and Sarah also enjoyed it. So if you can get Revision Citrus City, uh, go grab it. It's a, it's a really good New England double IPA. I gave it a five cap rating. And the last one I'm going to talk about uh, going – on a little different uh, direction, this is from Wild Ride Brewing, and it's an Oregon brewery. And I want—I I think it's in Redmond, Oregon, if I'm not mistaken, uh, out in the eastern, central eastern Oregon uh, area. And I drink a lot of their stuff. They have some great beers that uh, that I enjoy. And I'm a sucker for Belgian dark strong ales, as everyone knows. I just love that style. And when I when a brewery that I enjoy makes one I've got to try it and so I they had this 16.9 ounce bottle of this uh, beer called the Belgian cloak dark strong out and it had a some really nice artwork on there that really caught my eye too I like the artwork and I bought it and I poured it and I really enjoyed it it has all those characters of that Belgian dark strong out that I enjoy and it wasn't too sweet which is another key. You don't want to have it too sweet, uh, but very smooth. Uh, it, it did have some, didn't have a like a huge alcohol content, but it had a, you know a decent amount. I think it was like eight and a half, nine percent, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but it 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 didn't you know it wasn't boozy or anything uh, for being slightly sweet, but it wasn't like sweet sweet. It was just just right, just right amount of of uh, character from the malt and everything in there. That nice toasty malt. Uh, I gave this one a four and a quarter rating. Uh, it's not as good as the uh, Loose Cannon, but it's pretty pretty tasty for sure. No, nothing will be as good as Loose Cannon, yeah. but <laughs> very close second. Yeah, so I had uh, three different beers uh, that kind of uh, was the highlight of my uh, my beer week for sure. Okay, we didn't get any voicemails. We, we did get some feedback, but nothing that I really want to talk about on the sh on the show. We do have uh, listener feedback uh, that related to our topic, so I thought we would just go ahead and read those off after we get done with our Brew Buzz segment. But before we get to the Brew Buzz segment, I want to let everyone know that we do have a voicemail line that you can reach us to leave your feedback, your questions, your, your beer journey, uh, whatever you want to do, you can just leave it on our voicemail. And that number is 208-536-3359 or 208-53-ODDLY. And we are running an iTunes review contest to win a set of B-Cups. And you'll learn about B-Cups a little bit more at the end of the show if you haven't already heard us spat off about it in other episodes. Uh, all you have to do is go to iTunes and leave us a review uh, at Tap to Craft. And you will automatically be entered into the contest. And once you write a review, you're actually pre-entered for all of the contests that we hold for, with iTunes reviews afterwards. So once you do it once, it lasts 
for a number of contests. That's how important these reviews are for us. So go leave a review. We didn't have any new ones since our last show. So let's go ahead and step up our game. And, uh, I mean, we have, I've mentioned this before on earlier episodes, we have a large amount of listener base, uh, but only a fraction of our listeners have gone out and left reviews. I mean, it's getting, it's getting better. You know, now we have like 38 reviews. That's great in iTunes because so many podcasts don't have that many reviews. I'm really grateful that you guys have stepped up. But hey, we got more room. You know, I'd love to have, you know, a hundred, a hundred iTunes reviews would be really nice. So, uh, all you guys out there, if you can just take a minute, uh, leave a, a thirty second, a minute, thirty second uh, little review, and guess what? We'll we'll give you something back by entering you into that contest. And if you want to contact the show with your comments or questions other than through voicemail, you can do that through email at tapthecraft at gmail.com or on Twitter. Just follow us at tapthecraft. And Chris would love to go ahead and interact with you on Facebook at facebook.com slash tapthecraft. We've had some great interaction on Facebook the last couple of weeks. I've, I've even been in there uh, doing my thing too. So we've had a lot of good posts, a lot of bit interaction. So if you want to follow us on Facebook, that would be great. I also want to take this moment to go ahead and thank Open Forum Radio Network for supporting our show. They provide the hosting space at openforumradio.com. And if you enjoy the content that Chris and I are putting out, we know you'll find some other great shows like the following. Thank you so much for listening to Tap the Craft with Denny, John, and Chris. Hey, and if you want to check out more great podcasts, check out the Open Form Radio Network over at openformradio.com. We have such podcasts such as Open Form Radio Proper, Facetious, Geeks for the Win, Gamer Husbands Radio, The OMG Hour, Gaming Vessels, Slash Attainment, and Conspiracy Otter. Hey, thank you so much for checking out Tap the Craft today, and please leave these fellas a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this great show. Hey, thanks again for listening. All right, well, now it's time for the Brew Buzz, and the Brew Buzz is devoted to discussing various beer-related topics. And this week, as we mentioned, we're going to dive into some beer styles to try during the summertime. And in most areas, summer means higher temperatures. And with the higher temperatures, you want a beer to help refresh you and quench your thirst. So we are going to go ahead and briefly, very briefly, talk about some different styles of beer that you should be trying to drink at least you know go ahead and 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 look for them if you you know you see a a good one of these styles go ahead and grab it and see if it can help quench that thirst now i'm not telling you you can't drink stouts in the peak of summer or that, that these are the only styles you can drink no you drink whatever you want i'm just saying when the time comes where you feel like you need to have something a little bit more refreshing during during the heat that you don't want maybe that uh that double West Coast IPA, uh, you know, with the big, resiny, uh, thick, heavy, uh, hoppy, bitter beer, uh, might not quench your thirst as well as another style if you're trying to, you know, try to ease your, yourself out of that heat wave. So these are just a few styles and a few beers that we're going to recommend. In case of the, the, the first one that Chris is going to talk about, I can't list, list beers because there's so many different beers. There's just breweries you need to go. Uh, search out for these styles. Uh, it's easier that way. And of course, when Chris reads off his list, he could probably, because he's in the area where some of these breweries are, he can probably give you a couple uh, beers that he really enjoys from from those breweries. But I'm going to start it off, and I'm going to start off with uh, with some sour beers. 
you know, you always think, what the heck? I don't want to drink some sour beer to, to help quench my thirst, you know, in the, in the middle of summer. But guess what? Uh, sour beers, you know, some, some sour beers are actually refreshing. And they are, uh, they do a good job of, uh, of quenching some of that thirst. So we're going to talk about Goza. And we've already had a whole segment on the Goza style. Uh, I love Goza. And so just to, to go ahead and give the, the little um, style synopsis of this, it's a highly carbonated, tart, and fruity wheat ale with a restrained coriander and salt character and low bitterness. It's very refreshing with bright flavors and high attenuation. And these beers are typically below 5% ABV. Now, that's kind of going to be a theme of these beer styles is most if not all of these beers are going to be beers that are low in alcohol content because you don't want to have a lot of that heavy heaviness uh you know in in your beer so and goes is a uh, is a great one to do uh, to try because um it's just tart it's just a little bit tart and it has that little bit of saltiness that kind of cuts that tartness and it, it just gives you that refreshing crisp character that makes you feel like you you, you know that you've uh, just shook off some of that heat for sure and a few of the beers that uh, i'm going to mention the some examples of gozas that if you can find in your area uh that would be good to try that i've tried and i'm gonna actually i actually gave uh the beers and my rating most of these beers i've had that's why i have them on the list so what would it be if i gave you a list and i didn't get tell you how i enjoyed the beers uh myself so the first one I'm going to say that this Anderson Valley Brewing, uh, they're out of California, but they have a pretty wide distribution area, and they make some very good gozas. In fact, there's a f six of them here, I think, on my list that uh, you could try, and they're all really good. So the first one, uh, and I think probably my favorite one, well, one of my favorite ones, uh, the Blood Orange Goza. Uh, it's a... It's a Goza that has a little blood orange character in it. Very tasty. Uh, it's a 4.2% beer, and I gave that a 4.5 cap rating. Have you had the, any of these Anderson Valley beers? Um, I think I have had all of them. Oh, okay. So, uh, if you, I mean, I don't know if you want to chime in on anything. I can just go through and, uh, and talk about them. I, actually, I think you... You just had the the G and T goza, right? The gin and tonic, or someone had the mm, gin and tonic. I, think. I that wasn't me. I, I think when I had the the gin and tonic one, it was uh, that had to have been over at least a year ago. Okay, okay. So the next one is the gin and tonics. It's called G and T goza. It's uh, kind of has hints of a gin and a tonic. Uh, it's also four point two percent ABV. I gave this one a four cap rating. I've had all these beers many times. I really enjoy them whenever I'm in the mood. For a Goza, I'll grab a can or two. In fact, I've got a can of the Blood Orange Goza in my fridge right now. I should have busted that open when I just went down to refill my beer, but I didn't. I wasn't thinking. Damn it. I could have had a, a prime uh, example. Uh, the next one is the Briny Melon Goza, 4.2%. It's a five or four and a half cap rating in my book. That's pretty good. I, uh, I enjoy this one. It's like a melon, a melon uh, character with this Goza. And then Another really good one is the Framboise Rose Goza. Uh, again, 4.2%. Four, four cap rating in my book. And then the Kimmy, the Yink, and the Holy Goza. 5% uh, 
I gave that one a four cap rating. And then uh, the one that is the least the, the least liked in my book, and this is, is probably because cherry is a tough is, a, is really a tough fruit character to master in beer, I think. That and like, like Chris said earlier, strawberry is also a tough one to, to really do well. This is their cherry goza. Uh, it's also 4.2% ABV, and I only gave it three and a half cap rating. So again, the cherry came across, you know, not as uh, as flavorful as as the other ones did. So those are a lot of different varieties from Anderson Valley Brewing, a lot of different gozas to go out and try. Uh, I guarantee uh, you're going to like one of them at least. There's a lot of, lot of variety there. The next one is Boulevard Brewing. Uh, and they're right in the middle of the country in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. I believe so. I think so. I I hope that's right. I just whipped that out of the top of my head. They have uh, two gozas that I've had. Uh, the hibiscus goza, which has, again, in the last episode, Chris mentioned that sometimes hibiscus can be hit or miss. Uh, and in gozas, it usually works. In my, in, in usually works. Uh, this one is a 4.2% ABV. Good guess, by the way. What's that? Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City. Okay, good. Again, this one, about three and a half cap rating. So it wasn't stellar, but it's not bad, right? It's above average. And then the one that I did really enjoy was a fairly new one. Uh, it's Tequila Barrel Lime Goza. Again, throws in some of that tequila barrel flavor uh, along with lime. And, you know, lime and uh, salt goes well for that margarita style uh, Goza. 4.2%. Uh, I gave that four cap rating. So. That one's a really good one if you can find it. And these are all in cans, too. That makes it easy to take along mm-hmm. with you. Uh, Dogfish Head. We just talked about Dogfish Head's 8, Super 8 that Chris had, 5.3% alcohol. I haven't had that one yet. Uh, Chris, what do you rate that one? Um, I think I rated that one 3.5 or 3 and 3 quarters. Okay. Just because it was it it was surprisingly very, very light. Like I said, it was it was there was just kind of this... And it wasn't huge either. There was a, a fruit flavor in the beginning, and then it almost went like, like Lacroix on me. Oh. <laughs> Lacroix sparkling water yeah, on me. Wow. So it was like, it was a whisper of fruit flavor. Okay, that's a, <laughs> but it was that's interesting though. It goes from one extreme to the next. Yeah, I mean, it was it was really good though. I mean, it was the, you know, I I like I actually like you know sparkling water like Lacroix and stuff like that. So I like that that um subtle fruit flavors in that just instead of like drinking soda or something mm-hmm. um but this this super eight i i'd buy more of it i really would okay yeah i'm looking forward to trying it myself for sure for sure and then the other one we've talked about on the show is sequench this one i actually enjoyed this it's 4.9 percent abv i gave it a four cap rating when i had it i enjoyed it but uh you know as mentioned in, by john and uh, that when he had it, it kind of, you know, tasted kind of barfy. I didn't get that, but I have had beers that remind me of barfy, uh, like almost every beer that has peach in it. But that's my own weird uh, weirdness. But yeah, hey. so that that's that's you. I was going to say peaches <laughs> for me. I absolutely love peaches. I, I love peaches, too. But just for some reason in beer, I just it, it comes across sometimes uh you know, wrong for me. So yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, now I'm going to mention one that doesn't travel far from home, but if you are in Seattle, you need to go to this brewery and you have to try their gold medal, multi, multi-year multi gold medal Goza from Rubens Brews. It's called the Goza. It's 4.3% alcohol, four and a half cap rating in my book. It's a very good Goza. So you got to try that one. And then another one that's... Uh, that can get you. You can get all around the nation from Sierra Nevada. It's their Ultra Vez, four and a half percent ABV. Uh, but this one in my book is only three cap rating. I didn't like this one that much. There's so many better Gozes out there that I, I think that you can, uh, you know, if you're going to spend your money and you want to have that experience, go with one of the other ones I I listed because I think you'll get a better experience. It's much better. So those are all some slightly tart. Wheat ales. Well, guess what? We're not done with the slightly tart wheat ale style. Chris, why don't you go into our next style? Yeah, so we have the uh, Berliner Weiss, which is a very pale, refreshing, low-alcohol German wheat beer with a clean lactic sourness and a very high carbonation level. Uh, A light bread dough malt flavor supports the sourness, which shouldn't seem artificial. And typically, these are going to be below 4% alcohol by volume now that's what they're that's what they're supposed to be but you'll see that some of the ones that we list here they're not quite at that level (laughs) well you and i talked about one that i got a hold of the other day that was double that (laughs) (laughs) an imperial berliner yeah an imperial berliner um so some beers you can try out of this category um and this one i've seen a lot further east now is uh from 10 barrel brewing probably because they've got that distribution network now. Yeah, yeah. Their, uh, their Cucumber Crush, which is a 5% uh, ABV beer. And uh, those numbers you put there, Denny, are those yours or mine? Those are mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know your numbers. I guess I could have looked up your numbers. In yeah, but tab. you can't go look it up all my numbers. Yeah, too. yeah. These are all my numbers. So you can just say, yeah. and Denny says, this is. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Cucumber Crush. And I know uh, they had the Raspberry Crush, too, that I've had before, mm-hmm. which was really good. Um, and these are Denny's numbers. He gave that one a four and a, four and a half caps, which I, th- I would agree on with that one. Um, I may have given that one even a five. So... So I'm glad you mentioned that because this used to be a five cap beer in our books when they first released it before Timber got bought out and they first started doing this beer. It was a five cap rating. But then uh, as time went on, a couple of years goes by, we start because we'd buy it right at the brewery on to mm-hmm. draft. And then the quality was it wasn't quite the same. Right. And Sarah's like, this doesn't taste the same. And then we buy it in cans. Same thing. She's like, you know what? I don't want to drink this anymore. It doesn't taste the same as it was when we first started having it. So I've lowered, I think I, I, this is the average of the different times I've checked it in. So I think I lowered it in one or two check-ins and now I went from a five to a a four and a half. But still, it's something worth trying because it's it's one you can get around the nation now. So Mm -hmm. if you want to try a, a Berliner, this is one you can try. And it's good. It's, the cucumber character is pretty tasty. Yeah, except here in Tampa. You can't find it in Florida yet. Oh, really? Wow. Really? Yeah. Well, you know I why? Because it. there's there's too many uh, better Berliner Weisses out there. <laughs> That's fair. You know what? I'll go with that. Uh, I think the last time I had it, it was when I was in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm. So 
maybe it's making its way down here. Who knows? Um, the next one was from Hidden Springs Ale Works, their Riot Juice, which was a little higher on that ABV scale at 5.5%. Um, Denny's rating was 4.5 caps. I think mine was probably right around there too, 4.5, 5 I remember Riot Juice was a pretty damn good it's, beer. It was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if if that ever comes back out again, I'm definitely going to pick up some more of that. Um, Seven Sun Brewing. So you're picking up some uh, some good Tampa breweries here, Danny. I'm proud of you. Well, the the seven. Well, the Hidden Springs was from you, but the yeah. Seventh Sun mm-hmm. was from uh, Kevin. Uh, oh, Page. Page. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. So the Sakura Obscura. Oh, so um, good. Yeah. That's, um, let's see, Sakura Obscura, because I've had that one before. Um, I just can't remember what I rated it. And I want to say that something, when I tried that beer, I think we had this one. It was at the, um, at like a sour beer festival where it was like the 12th or 13th beer that oh, I had. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, I, I, can't, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so much so that I didn't even rate it. Um, I, I remember this beer though, just because of the name anyway, um, secure obscura, uh, 4% and this one, then you gave five, five. caps too. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. so good. I love Damn. this beer. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. And you know what? I think that, I think I owe it to this one to try it again just because it's, oh, they're canning this one too. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I had it in um, a can. I had both these and, in cans. And you know, what's funny. I was just at seventh sun yesterday. Yesterday or the day before, Saturday, um, my buddy Trey had his birthday. And of course, I was out running appointments and stuff like that. He had his birthday. He and a couple of friends went to Seventh Son uh, in Tampa for his birthday. So I had uh, some time in between appointments. So I ran down to Seventh, uh, seventh Son, snuck in the door. He didn't see me. <laughs> no one at his table saw me except his one buddy, Jeff and his buddy, Jeff looked at me and he, he started to like inhale to take a, you know, take a breath to say, Hey, Chris, how's it going? And I stuck my finger to my mouth and was like, Shh, don't say anything. Um, I ran up to the, uh, the bar and, and picked up a gift card and, uh, went and sat down at their table with the gift card. And I said, Hey, I can't stay. Um, but here I wanted to buy you guys a couple beers. Uh, so, so happy birthday, Trey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could stay, but, uh, I gotta go. So, uh, yeah. So seven sons putting out some good beers. If you can get a hold of those barter bait was the next beer yeah. on your list at four and a half percent that you gave four caps to, um, barter bait. I've never had before. Actually, I've never heard of that one before, uh, until you brought it up and, uh, Seems like that one gets some pretty good responses as well. The whole average rating for that beer is 3.95. So Yeah, solid. That's pretty good stuff. Um, other breweries that you can find some pretty great sours or, I'm sorry, Berliners from. Jay Wakefield Brewing down towards Miami. Uh, they put out some amazing stuff. Good luck getting a hold of it, though, unless it's <laughs> um, you know a collaboration. I'm currently drinking a collaboration with Jay Wakefield, uh, but that's that's some... Those are those are the white whales. If you want to look at beers like that, uh, so good luck getting a hold of some stuff from Jay Wakefield. Uh, they put out a dragon fruit passion fruit beer that apparently is absolutely magnificent. I'll probably never try it. <laughs> uh, great Notion Brewing, uh, along with Creature Comforts in Georgia, puts out some good sours. Arcane Aleworks, I can speak from personally. Um, the one beer that they put out 
uh, crap. What was it? It was a mango habanero beer. Mm, yeah. You talked about that one. Yeah. Called give me swelter. Yeah. Which yep. no heat from the pepper, just flavor from the pepper and then sweet from the mango. Probably one of my favorite Berliners out there. Mm. Um, Aslan beer company. I don't think I've had anything from them. Yeah. I, I haven't had anything either. They're the ones in oh, that's Virginia. Right. That's right. That's all John drinking yeah. all that from his, uh, from the beer fairies or his aunt and his uncle. Yeah. Um, grim artisanal ales. Uh, I've had a couple of things from them. Uh, but I think the last one I had was the last one was called galaxy pop. Uh, so, so is that any good? Cause it's here in town. I just haven't bought them because I, again, they're high price and I just don't want to spend too much on, uh, but is that one a good one? Um, let's see. How did I rate this beer? I rated it three and a half caps. Okay. So it's average, a little bit above average, but not but, special. I know Megan loved it. Oh, really? So okay. So you kind of got a it's it's a dessert Berliner style ale, brewed with Galaxy hops, vanilla, and milk sugar. Yeah, I, I almost picked it up, but then I saw the price tag. And I'm like, oh, I'm already. I already spent eighty dollars in just a few beers. I didn't need to spend another, you know. Seven, six, seven dollars for a twelve ounce can. I think it was. I think it was six something for a twelve ounce can. So I was like, ah, I think I'll pass. Well, this one I had the. I had the bottle of this one. Oh, you know what? This one might be in a bottle. Actually, it might be in a bottle. You might be right. It might have been a a bottle. Now, yeah, and I got I got this pretty recently from Tavor, so it's uh, that might explain what it's going to be packaged in. Mm. Um, and the last one. Angry Chair Brewing. Of course. Yeah. I can't they, leave Angry Chair out. <laughs> yeah, they make some pretty amazing Berliners too. Uh, whether it's the their Puffs series, the red, yellow, and purple. Can't forget purple. I'll get shot. Um, purple Puffs. Uh, but they're all, you know, they're all super simple. Mm-hmm. They, they're, they have a very good base, and then they can add some different flavors to it uh, to, to make some really, really good beers. They, they had one called Bloobs. <laughs> which was uh which was <laughs> uh b-l-e-w-b-s so bloobs which was a blueberry lemon berliner uh that i remember from them which was really good and um what else did they put out? oh visago is their raspberry berliner that um anytime i can get a hold of that that's one of those beers that we go through the line over and over and over and mm. over and over again <laughs> as much as we can but but yeah, so there'll be some uh, good options for you guys to try for the Berliner Weiss style. And uh, that that's one of the sour beers that I really do like because yeah. they're pretty refreshing. Yeah. And it can't, I mean, Florida can't be wrong. They have the Florida Weiss, which is just a, the Florida version of the Berliner Weiss, and it's all mm-hmm. over the place. So Florida's hot. These are great beers to go and enjoy when it's hot. Yeah, they, they, those are those are clutch for us, <laughs> especially the starting of this time of year. It's first uh, today's what the third day of hurricane season, so oh, you know, make sure uh, have some good beers to go along with uh, with the hot weather. <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, let's get out of the tart sour beers and get into some uh, some traditional ales now. And I, I'm going to start off with blonde ales, and everyone knows that. You know, blonde ale, you know, blonde ales can be kind of boring, but you know what? Some blonde ales are actually really, really refreshing and good 
during hot days. And I'm going to give you a, a few suggestions here uh, after I talk about the style real quick. So blonde ales are easy drinking, approachable, malt-oriented American craft beers, beer, what, often, what often with interesting fruit, hop, or character malt notes. It's well-balanced and clean and is a refreshing pint without aggressive flavors. So there you go. You got a little bit of everything inside this ale. And I have three of these beers that I have rated very high that I love drinking during the summer. Uh, that if you can, and I think most of these you'll, everyone will be able to find in their area, uh, for the most part. So the first one I'm going to talk about is from New Belgium. And New Belgium has a fantastic blonde ale in a big giant 19.2 ounce can for $2.50 a, a can, a killer price, uh, called Day Blazer. And I've talked about this beer on the show before and I love this beer uh, i mean it's not the best beer ever but my gosh it tastes so great and it's so refreshing and crisp and is perfect after a hot day of activities or mowing a lawn or yard you know whatever yard work or or stuff you're doing outside man you crack open one of these cans and that sucker is gone before you know it um i actually give this beer uh, a five cap rating so that's how good this damn thing is so who, you know, who says you can't drink good, you know, high quality, cheap, cheaper beer uh, during the summer? This is a good example of that. The next one is another big 19.2 ounce can. It's from Sierra Nevada. It's called their BFD or Beer for Drinking. Uh, oh, by the way, it's uh, that Day Blazer is 4.8%, and this one is also 4.8%. So they're both, uh, you know, under five uh, ABV, uh, and I give this one a four cap rating. Uh, not as, in my in my opinion, not as good as the Day Blazer, but um, but still a damn good beer for a reasonable price. Again, this one's super cheap. Like I think this one was like three dollars a can uh, for again twenty almost twenty ounce can. That's that's really good. Uh, and they sell these things in four packs now. You can buy four pack of these big giant cans to take with you. So that's kind of cool too. And then the last one that I want to talk about, the last Blondale, is from Victory Brewing. And uh, we get, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to have Victory in our area. I love Victory beers. And my, I think one of my favorite Victory beers is Summer Love, a Blondale. 5.2% uh, ABV. Uh, I give this beer a four cap rating. And it's just a same thing I said about the other two. It's just uh, a very easy drinking, flavorful, uh, refreshing, crisp uh, summer lager uh, that comes in uh, 12 ounce bottles. And maybe they're canning it now. I don't know. I haven't gone out and found it in cans yet, but um, I do. I do love this beer. So let's go into the American wheat ale. So these beers are refreshing wheat beers that can display more hop character and less yeast character than their German cousins. A clean fermentation character allows bready, doughy, or grainy wheat flavors to be complemented by hop flavor and bitterness rather than yeast qualities. So again, these are a little bit different from their German cousins that have, you know, banana and clovey, well, maybe not clove, but, uh, but banana for sure 
uh, character in in the the beer from the yeast esters. These are going to be complemented with the hop character. You have American wheat ales that have a little bit more hop character, just like that high side that I was drinking uh, earlier in the night. So some beers to try here. Um, Odell Brewing out of Colorado. They have an Easy Street Wheat. It's a 4.6% wheat ale. And um, I've had this beer. I gave it a 3.5 cap rating. And then the other one that is a really uh, refreshing and very tasty beer from 21st Amendment is their Hell or High Watermelon Ale. And this is 4.9%, and I gave this a 4-cap rating. This is a beer that has a wheat beer that has a very nice, subtle watermelon flavor character to it. It's, it's very nice. I uh, can get this in, in six packs of, in cans. That, uh, that's just great. You can probably drink a whole six-pack in about 30 minutes or less. And then going back to the Midwest, we have Bell's Brewing. They're Oberon. Yes, Oberon. Everyone's heard of Oberon. It used to be a very sought-after uh, beer. 5.8% uh, ABV. Um, I've had this one a number of times. Um, I think I didn't fall to the hype. I mean, some people love this beer, and they just drink a lot of it. I mean, it's okay. Uh, I only gave it three and a half rating, cap rating myself. But, um, hey, I'm not going to... I'm not going to say that it's not a great beer. People people love it. and They definitely enjoy it. And then the last one I'm going to mention is Three Floyds. Three Floyds Brewing, their Gumball Head. And this is another one of those beers that is on my uh, bucket list. I, I need to try this beer. Um, there's a lot of Three Floyds beers I need to try. Uh, but Gumball Head hasn't come uh, to my glass yet. Uh, one day I hope it will. 5.6%. Uh, wheat ale all right so the juicy hazy ales are going to be highly aromatic low bitterness hop forward ales with dominant fruit notes they're often going to be citrus or tropical yellow to deep golden and very hazy or cloudy in appearance they're going to range from 4.8 to 6.9 percent abv so some beers that you can try in this category are going to be Firestone Walker, they're my, my, wow. This beer is so good. I'm mm -hmm. drinking right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Their Mind Haze IPA, which comes in at about 6.2%, which you gave a five cap rating to. Yeah. Now, this isn't the best hazy IPA I've ever had, but it's the best hazy IPA for a buck 79 a can that I've ever had. So, oh, I, that's this beer. Yes. And I have drank a few cases of this already this year. I love this beer. It's super cheap, and it's super good. So I gave a bump up in my cap rating because it's affordable. Unlike, I mean, I love Revision Brewing, but you know what? It gets very expensive spending five, you know, five bucks a can, uh, you know, at a time, right? It, that, that's a very expensive beer. It's good, but I'm not going to buy six packs and and drink them you know, every week. I, I buy one or two cans, I savor it, I enjoy it, and then I, I, I throw in some mine haze to get my hazy goodness uh, going at a cheaper rate. It, you know, nine bucks a six pack is way better than uh, than $20 a four pack. <laughs> mm -hmm. and the next one's going to be uh, Sierra Nevada's Hazy Little Thing IPA. It clocks in at 6.7%. And I'd agree with you on this one. That's definitely a 3.75 cap beer. Yeah. Uh, but 
it's super easy to drink um taste and it's really good so uh if you're gonna i think that would be a good one to start with getting mm-hmm. into the into the hazy ipa style and then yeah. working your way up mm-hmm. um from ninkasi their prismatic juicy ipa love that beer i, I do too <laughs> it's uh abv is at 5.9 percent and uh denny's rating three and three quarters on that one and, and i have to again i have to say that the beer itself is about in my opinion that as far as the flavor and everything it's about 3.75 is is what i give it but i should bump this up for the fact that i literally can drink a six pack of this beer in like 30 minutes because it goes down so smooth and so i mean this is a refreshing flavorful beer that I every time I buy a six pack, I finish a six pack in one sitting. I it's just I don't know why it is. Now you would think that I would have a higher rating for a beer like that, and I don't know why I keep this rating at three point seven five. But I think it's because it's not the best juicy IPA I've had. It's just that it's just one that's easy drinking. So if that's just you know if you can find Prismatic in your area, uh, grab a six pack. I think you're going to enjoy it. Is it's not going to be a, you know, the best beer you ever had, but it's going to be something you're going to enjoy drinking, and it's definitely going to refresh your uh, refresh you after drinking it. Okay. Yeah, and Prismatic, I well, I had that one a couple years ago. I rated that one four four and a quarter. Yeah. Um, and for me, and we talked about this on a couple shows ago, like how how the environment with your beer can make mm-hmm. your beer taste better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for me, that's what it was. That was that was a uh, Las Vegas dog training school. So yeah. <laughs> beer might have tasted a little better. <laughs> and then, last but not least, so New Belgium and their Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA clocks in at seven and a half percent. So it kind of goes over the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the range on the previous ones, but you know what, what's a what's an extra half a percent in the ABV category yeah. uh, when yeah. it comes to a beer. Um, and I don't think I've ever had that one before, but you gave that one a four caps. Oh yes, I have. Yes, I have four caps as well. Yeah. Uh, big, I wrote big citrus punch like this a lot. Bitterness isn't too harsh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so. uh, it's got a lot of flavor and it's, it's good. Now we, we just mentioned four beers that we think that you'll be able to find around, you know, around everyone's area. Um, it doesn't mean there's not more, right? We already know there's a ton of juicy, hazy I, IPAs and pale ales and everything from across the nation and breweries. We're not saying that to leave those out. Those are great ones. These are just examples of ones for anyone who doesn't have access to all those smaller breweries in those areas that want to try these to try to you know stay refreshed. So we, we could probably have that this whole category listed with with 50 beers, but that would just take too long. Mm-hmm. And these are ones that that really, you know, are ones that you should probably try. Uh, it, you know, that's that's our opinion. Just go ahead and give a shot for sure. Okay. Well, you know what? Um, you know, it's great that I can go ahead and give my suggestions, and Chris can give his suggestions to the beers that people that we like to drink during the hot weather to kind of cool us off and make us refresh. But we want to hear from our listeners. So I threw this question out on Twitter and Facebook last night or yesterday afternoon, I guess, to find out, hey, how many people 
want to go ahead and chime in with their suggestions for beers to drink during the summer to go ahead and quench that that thirst that you have during the hot hot days and we had quite a bit of feedback so chris we're going to go through and we'll just go alternate between them until we get through them all because there's a lot of stuff here so i'll start us off with my buddy bill vlad's hammer warley he uh he says laguanitas super cluster mega l a citra hopped l of intergalactic proportions pale cold alcoholic and bitter 8% ABV, 60 IBUs. I would expect no less from Lagrinias, right? They only mm-hmm. do big IPAs. I don't know if I've had Super Cluster. Have you had the Super Cluster Ale, Chris? I don't I don't think I have. Uh, I don't think I've had any Lagunitas stuff in quite a while. Oh, do they not get down to... No, we do, but I feel like I just haven't had their stuff in a while. I remember having... Uh, Remember having a little something, something, uh, maybe a few months ago, but that was about it. Oh, okay, all right. I did have this beer. I uh, did you? Yeah, I had it um, February this year. Uh, I gave it a three and a half rating. Big citrus hop flavor with bitterness. A nice change, but I'm not going to be able to drink too many of that. Ah, yeah, I remember. This one is one. So, this is one of those ones that uh, for me would be hard to drink. Um. And I wonder if it's because of the alcohol content or just because it was so bitter. I think it was so bitter that it was hard for me to uh, think about having more than than it's eight percent alcohol. So uh, I think it was because it was just the bitterness was just a little much for me to to want to have more than like one, maybe two max before I go to something that kind of shakes off some of that 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 bitterness. Uh, so this one for me, maybe not a summer one for me, but hey, Vlad, he's a, he's a bigger man than me. Uh, if he can be pounding knees all summer long, so that's good. <laughs> okay. And then Amanda Argauer writes in all of the Distill Wild Sour series. And I would definitely agree with her on that one. Um, Prairie Rainbow Sherbet, Bell's Pool Time Ale. That's what I need. I need a beer that's just labeled Pool Time Ale. That's probably what I'm missing. <laughs> um, Odd Side Ale's Double Pineapple Tangerine Fruit Sickle. That's a mouthful. Yeah. And even the Linen Kugel Summer Sampler. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And you know what? Those those Linen Kugel beers, the summer shandies. Yeah, I, I'll admit it. I enjoy those. Yeah, yeah. My daughter, uh, you know, she sent me a message saying, "Hey, Dad, if you see this Linen Kugel's Summer Sampler that has watermelon and orange and something else, says pick it up for me because I can't. She can't get it in Pocatello." Uh, I've been looking. I don't see the, the samplers she sent me here either. So it must be like a limited uh, release in certain areas, maybe, or maybe we'll get it here in a little, you know, closer in the midsummer. But uh, those, I mean, I won't say the Lion Kugels is like the best beer ever. But if you want a beer that hits hits a spot to just kind of refresh you, it's light. It's not going to wear you down. These beers are only like two and a half percent alcohol, right? They're super light in alcohol. Uh, they got some nice flavor. Uh, they do. They are crisp uh, and nice. So yeah, those I I can't uh, I can't say no to those. I'll, I mean, if I had a choice of that or you know Bud Light, I'll drink the Linden Kugels all the time. Yeah, they're good stuff. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. Okay, then Mr. Mike, Captain Mike M Mahoney, he says sours with a big exclamation point. He said he almost splurged uh, twelve dollars on a bottle of Almanac beers 
Peach de Bretville uh, while he was... Um, so he made a comment on this while he was replying that he was drinking a collaboration bill, beer between Distill and Night Shift called Ain't Nothing Normal, which was a tart New England-style pale ale with pomegranate. Uh, that sounds great. Uh, again, I have not had a distilled beer yet. It's on my bucket list of beers to or uh, breweries to have. And Night Shift, I've heard great things about Night Shift. Now, he's got a beer from both breweries in a collaboration. That sounds really good. That's tart New England IPA. So it's a sour IPA. The, the sour IPAs that I have come to enjoy in the last six months to a year are the ones that have that New England style character with a little tartness to it. Those, and, and, and a little bit of that lactose in there too. It, those really taste fantastic. I, I can imagine that this beer he's drinking is really good. And I can also tell you that that Almanac's Peach de Bretteville, uh, that bill, beer alone, I've, I've had it before. I've got the bottle right here on my, on my shelf from after I drank. I've drank a lot of Almanac beers. They, in my opinion, make some of the best sour, like real sour beers with Brett. Uh, it, I mean, the fantastic. I, I haven't had one that I didn't like, and most of them, I think, have a five, four and a half or five rating. Uh, and I've had probably 12 of these beers. Now, they are expensive. You know, he's not joking around that $12 for a, uh, I think, 375 milliliter yeah, bottle. 375 milliliter bottle. They're expensive. But you know what? If you want some of the best flavorful and really well done sour beers, Almanac is incredible uh, and worth the money. You just can't buy a lot of them at one time. Just go ahead and splurge once in a while on that special bottle. You won't be disappointed. And I need to look this up because I think this is probably one of the few peach beers that I actually rated uh, very high uh, because, like I already mentioned, I'm not a big, giant fan of peach beer. Yeah, I gave this beer five cap rating. So uh, I gave a peach beer five cap rating. <laughs> didn't taste like vomit. <laughs> yeah, it didn't taste like vomit for sure. I didn't say that in this check-in, but I says, uh, as close to a perfect sour with fruit and bread as I've had. Almanac is a master of sour. Um, that was back in 2016, January 31st, 2016. So three over three years ago when I checked into that. Uh, I'm telling you, Almanac beer, they make some of the best sours out there. So good job, Mike. Go get that. Go splurge. Pick up that, that peach to Breville. You won't be dis disappointed for sure. Yeah, and they've got the price tag to uh, to boot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stuff. But yeah, like you said, there. If if you do it every once in a while, this is kind of a beer to splurge on. So, moving on, our buddy Jim Kudzall. Now, Jim, as me being a Maryland boy, this uh, I'm a little confused about this one, but I can understand what you're doing here. So, <laughs> so Coors Light when out eating Maryland crabs. Now, if you're out eating Maryland crabs, uh, and that's what they have to offer, then Okay, I get it. Um, so for those of you that don't know, if you ever get to the chance to go eat crabs in Maryland, they're basically just covered in Old Bay seasoning. Uh, it's kind of one of those things where you hope you don't have a cut on your hand or a finger <laughs> while you're eating crabs and then the seasoning gets in there. It's like the, the phrase of putting salt in an open wound kind of yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it burns. Um, but 
the the seasoning is spicy, so it's good to have a nice light beer to, to drink there with you. If you were doing it right, if you have the chance to do it right, you drink it, drink some Natty Bow, right? <laughs> so, so, some Baltimore beer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, so this, it gets. This is a tradition for him, though. He has to have, you know, it. It just. I, it must have started early in uh, his crab eating life, uh, where they only had Coors Light. Yeah. Well, and, and everybody's different. So in my family, when we were eating crabs, uh, we would we our family would always have Miller Light. Oh. Okay. So every everybody's different. Um, yeah. Actually, I think my dad's side of the family they would always have PBR when they were okay. when they were eating crabs. So it's just kind of that that lighter uh, Pilsner style beer just something that you can drink, you know, a couple of while you're sitting there picking crabs. Cause it's, it's not to really eat and have a meal. It's more of a social activity where you're, you're sitting there picking crabs and drinking beer and, you know, just sitting down together to, you know, a table covered in newspaper or butcher's paper with, with a, a bushel of crabs dumped out on it and everybody's, <laughs> you know, picking crabs and, uh, just, just having a good time and enjoying the summer. So I, uh, I have been trying to find crabs here while in Florida, but they still haven't, they still haven't, you know, kind of met my expectations. Yeah. So I'm going to keep trying though. It, it doesn't hurt to try. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and take the next one too, since yours was really short. All right. Uh, so retro rents Al drinking a beer from victory brewing today, a uh, local place in PA it's called dirt wolf IPA. That's a good beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, odd choice of name, but it's a damn good IPA to start <laughs> off the summer. Topping that one off with a brew from Witzel brews puckered, but goza. It's a local craft brewer. Real good. Yeah. There you go. See goza and IPA. Mm-hmm. That goes. I mean, so I mean, it doesn't matter. You, you can drink, uh, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever makes you happy. You know, Vlad likes those big bitter IPAs for summer, uh, and I like drinking uh, Day Blazers too. So, well, I think Dirt Wolf is a is a double fairly big beer. Yeah, yeah. it's a double IPA. It's like nine percent, I think. It's a pretty big one. Yeah, yeah. I I've had all the Victory beers. I I enjoy Victory for sure. Yeah, good stuff. All right, Mr. Chase Langdon. He says Goza, Citra IPA, and New Belgium's Day Blazer. See, another man after my own heart. Loves mm-hmm. the Gozas. Loves I, I love Citra IPA too. If I had to pick an IPA that I, I would drink during summer, it's definitely Citra. Uh and then Day Blazer. Man, good good choice there. I'll go one more and then I'll let you take the last two. All right. So then uh Joe Craftbeer Joe Easton. I never let the weather force me to drink a certain style, but if I'm stuck outside in the heat, I think that Sam 76 would be ideal. All right. Sam 76 is that like hybrid lager, right? Is that like a lager? Um, I don't know too much about that one. Uh, It's uh, obviously with it. Sam 76. It's uh, the American light lager from Boston beer company. Oh, it's a light lager. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know, like maybe maybe their answer to the the Budweiser or the Bud Light, yeah, or maybe like a a, a more flavorful Ultra. Well, so uh, so in comparison, some similar beers are going to be Corona Premier, Bud Light, Stella Artois, or Corona Extra, <laughs> or of course, 
everybody's favorite, which is like Gatorade and beer, Natural Light, Natter Days. Natter Days. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, oh. All right. So moving on to uh, Matt Knight or Skinny Matt K on Twitter. He says, uh, Jenny Ruby Red Kolsch. Now, is that, is that like Genesee? Genesee, yeah. Okay. I like to find that one. Uh, it's not the best beer, but it's a good beer, especially at under $10 for a 12-pack. Wow. Plus it's, yeah. <laughs> well, I had a, actually, I'm glad you said something because I was just going to continue reading and then I realized what I just read. <laughs> that's a great price. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bargain. <laughs> uh, but still, plus it's brewed locally. And the grapefruit is refreshing on an, on a nice warm day. So, I mean, look, if you like the beer, buy it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. Especially I'm, if it's... Yeah, especially if it's a good price. And seriously. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a great beer. It just has to be a, a good beer that you enjoy at a good price. That means you can drink more without worrying about breaking the bank. Right? I like True. that. True. And then Mr. Jeffrey Seiler, Lagunitas, new face, new face. Jeez. <laughs> Lagunitas, new phase change. A nice juicy IPA will be great for those hot summer days. Yeah, I just uh, I just looked up his check-in to Untapped, and man, I have to try this one. It looks, looks pretty tasty. I haven't had this one yet. Me either. I think it must be brand new. Let me see. There's only 1,500 check-ins, so yeah, it's got to be pretty, pretty yeah, new. That's... So I'll go find it for sure. All right, Chris, we came to the end of the Brew Buzz segment, which means we've come to the end of the show. I thought we were going to have—I didn't say it at the beginning—but I thought we were going to have a kind of a short show. But guess what? We exceeded Surprise. expectations, and we're going to have a decently long show for all of our listeners out there. So let's go ahead and make it a little bit longer by uh, giving you a chance to give a little toast to anyone you'd like to give a toast to. I would love to raise a glass to um, a couple of friends of mine over at Tampa Beer Works, Bob Hunt and Lance. Uh, so I met Lance at, um, at Zephyr Hills Brewing Company. He was one of the founding members there as well and just found out that he's working at a brewery that's... Uh, that's two blocks south of our new training facility. And uh, Megan and I went over there uh, a few days ago, and he happened to be there. He was having, uh, they do a bottle share there every Friday, which, oh no, it's a <laughs> bottle share every Friday after I get off of work. Um, and we went in there, and I saw Lance, and I got to say hi to him, and he was uh, going into the back of the brewery with, uh, with the head brewer, and he goes, hey, you, got, you guys come back here. Come come check out the place. And it's, it's a small place, but, man, they're pumping out some really good beer. And they, they make one of the one of my favorite IPAs in the area. It's called Juicy Fruit. Mm. And it's it's just a really nicely well-done IPA that, uh, that I really enjoy a lot. But they took us uh, in the back. We got to try out um, a Berliner that they were brewing that they were getting ready to add a bunch of fruit to, like, in the next day or so. And it it was really nice just because it was like no one else has ever tried this beer and we get mm -hmm. to try this first. So thank you guys for the tour um, uh, of Tampa Beer Works and uh, we'll be sure to stop by and see you guys a lot more in the very near future. Nice. Wow, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool for sure. Well, 
I have a couple uh, people I like to raise a glass to. The first person I'm going to raise a glass to is the newest, well, I don't say a new, I mean, yeah, one of the newest uh, Navy sailors out there from a friend of mine, Scott Watkins. His son just graduated from uh, Great Lakes, Illinois uh, Navy boot camp uh, nice. last Friday. Which reminded me back of, of my days back when I was in the Navy, and I hadn't seen a passing review of a, of a Navy graduation since my graduation. So I went uh, Friday, I watched the first uh, half of the graduation that they stream uh, on, on uh, the Navy website. And uh, it was pretty cool because his company that he was in is, is company 214. And when I was in 31 years ago, my company in boot camp was 214. So we had the same boot camp company. Uh, he's, uh, I went to boot camp down in Orlando. Orlando is no longer, they closed that base down in uh, that recruit center uh, back in, I think, 95. So it's no, no longer active down there. Um, but so he is actually uh, now in Pensacola, Florida, to go to his uh, training, start his training. So I want to raise a glass to Isaiah Watkins for starting out, for passing boot camp, and for going on to the next step of his uh, his Navy career by going through school on his way out to uh, wherever, you know, where, whatever command he finds and goes out to the world and enjoys his Navy, his Navy service for sure. I'm really proud of him, and uh, so cheers to you. And uh, so there's a guy starting his his military career. Now I want to raise a glass to someone ending his military career, and this is Torin Kutzel. And I found out that Jim and Tara have a son also. They don't just have a couple daughters. They have a son. And he is, um, you know, he just left the Army. I'm not sure how long he was in the Army for, but he's just uh, been discharged from the Army. And that is what Jim and Tara were doing at the Maryland Crab Place was eating crabs with their son and drinking Coors Light. So I raised my <laughs> glass to Torin. Uh, thank you, uh, you know, thank you for uh, having the courage to go out there and uh, protect our freedoms. You know, I, I, I it's just not. Uh, I'm just not. I don't just say that every time I on the show. I really do uh, appreciate all that the uh, men and women out there serving our country do for us. Uh, so, yeah, raise a glass to all the servicemen and women out there who are serving and who have served uh, to protect our freedoms, for sure. Cheers. And, Chris, why don't you go ahead and, and raise a glass to our sponsors? Absolutely. So let's raise a glass to Bee Cups, uh, the supplier of outdoor craft beer cups, for partnering up with us. And I encourage our listeners to go visit their site at beecups.net. That's B-C-U-P-S dot net. Or you can check out their other things that they have going on at fermentedreality.com. And check out the world's first full line of style-specific plastic beer cups for people on the go. Whether hanging out on the beach, by the pool, hiking in the wilderness, or even enjoying some time on the boat, beer cups are great for any place you can't use standard glassware. And I would encourage you guys to also check out our friends over at Tavor at Tavor.com. You can use the promo code TAPTHECRAFT, which is all one word, and it will give any new user a $10 credit after they spend $25. All right. Sounds like a, sounds like a good deal right there. All right. You can find the beers and any links to articles, which you don't have this time, on the show notes located on the show post at openforumradio.com. 
And if you'd like to follow us on social media, I can be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Untapped at Loose Screw. And Chris, how can our listeners follow you? You can find me at Chris underscore McKenzie 82 on Twitter, or you can find me on Untapped and Instagram at MCK1345. And of course, you can always find me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash tap the craft. All right. It is last call. Time to bring the show to a close. We want to thank you for downloading and listening to the show. We ask you to please tell a friend and, of course, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Google Play, or however you listen to your podcast. As a reminder, we release a new show every two weeks. Now go out there and spread the good word of craft beer. Cheers. Cheers.